Coming to you recorded but live from the Monarch Theatre Studios in beautiful Western Massachusetts, this is The Radio Eclectic, the show that gives you music and conversation like radio back in the 1970s and 80s when music was king. For the next hour, brand new music and banter that will just fill the space between great songs. So sit back, relax, put on your headphones, and tune out the rest of the world. You're in my house now. I'm the Matt Man. This is The Radio Eclectic, a presentation of Monarch Media, a division of of Monarch Comics. This never happened to the other fellow. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you're getting a chance to listen to me. Thank you for joining me on the Radio Eclectic. Now, before we get this show started, I just want to talk about a few things that are going on. Taking a look at my schedule, my life, everything going on, I realized that doing two Radio Eclectics a month was a little tough. I also do 53.5, the official Striper podcast. I write books. I have a brand new book coming out, which most of you already know about. It's happening towards the end of July, Monkey See, Sea Monkey. It's an all-ages adventure, and I'm going to be talking a little bit about that later. And I also have a real job. I work for Amazon, and I have a family. And I have a house that I really want to enjoy that's on the side of a lake. So all these things kind of made me realize that two episodes was one too many. So what I'm going to be doing is one Radio Eclectic a month, but I'm going to be combining some interviews and some other cool stuff in there as well. I was also understanding and realizing that I wasn't enjoying putting these shows together as much as I was before. It started to become a little bit of a labor. And when you start to do that, you shouldn't be doing it. So I love podcasting. I love music. I love giving music to people so they hear it for the first time and maybe get out there and start enjoying the live experience or buying music CDs all over again. And I was realizing I was kind of shortchanging people. At least I felt I was. So I want to make sure that I am having nothing but fun doing this and really enjoying the opportunity to spend time with you all. And if I'm just going through the motions, it's not worth it. I might as well just be putting music out there and that's it. But I want to have fun with this again. And this is a great way for me to do it. I'm already feeling a little fired up about this show and knowing that I've got two weeks to put it together instead of a week. So the schedule will be the first of the month. If you are a Patreon subscriber to Striper, then you're going to get the episode. Then that episode will be available to everybody about the second week of the month. And then the last weekend of the month is going to be the Radio Eclectic. And we've got a lot of cool stuff going on in this episode. But right now we're starting it off with Joel Holkstra's 13. This album is released on the 16th of June from Frontiers Music. The name of it is Crash of Life. And I'm going to tell you this right now. This album is amazing. Top to bottom, first song to last. This album is really going to blow people away. You've got Joel Holkstra on guitar. You've got Garish Pradhan on vocals, who is somebody I've never heard of before and just love his voice. I love everything that he brings. A dear friend of mine, Vinny Apice on drums, Tony Franklin on bass, Derek Sherinian on keyboards, and backing vocals by Jeff Scott Soto. This album, again, I am telling you right now, is going to be in my top 10 for favorite albums of the year. Every single song on it, I'm looking at it right now, 1 through 12, is fantastic. 
fantastic. And we are kicking off the show with a song that has just got hit all over it. If we lived in an age of hit singles and radio playing good music, the song would definitely be on there. You got to check out the video because the band performing it adds another level to it. This is Joel Holkstra's 13 and Torn Into Lies.
If you have never heard of Broadbrook, Connecticut, don't worry about it too much. Not only is it my hometown, but it's the home of the Broadbrook Opera House. Founded in 1892 and reestablished again in 2018, it's a home for all of your event needs, like weddings and parties and private events. It's a beautiful old building that has a lot of special memories for me, and now is the home for some great live music. The venue has an amazing sound system, perfect performance stage, and great viewing no matter where you are seated. There is plenty of parking, and I will guarantee you this, no matter who you go see there, you will enjoy the experience so much you'll be looking for every and any opportunity to go back. On the web, it's broadbrookoperahouse.com. You can like them on Facebook and check out their ever-growing list of concerts, rock, pop, soul, classic rock, alternative, national acts, and homegrown talent. The Broadbrook Opera House is where you will now call home. For an up-to-date list of all concerts, go to broadbrookoperahouse.com and click Live Shows. And on Saturday, September 9th, Joel Holkstra and Brandon Gibbs will be doing an acoustic show at the Broadbrook Opera House. And before then, on August 19th, just a few days before my birthday, Bad Animals, the Heart Tribute, is going to be putting on an amazing show. September 8th, The Unforgettable Fire, the U2 Tribute. Fantastic bands. Definitely check it out. And stick around throughout the course of the show. We're going to be hearing from Gina and Dina from Bad Animals as they talk about what got them into heart and other projects that they do outside of Bad Animals.
month I get a lot of music to review, preview, play, and talk about it on the podcasts. And the song that you just heard, Sorry, 
is one of those songs that really, really, absolutely caught me off guard. The band is the Mystical Hot Chocolate Endeavors. They're out of Boston, so they're only an hour up the street from me. And wow, I mean, I am absolutely speechless. The song has had a huge impact on me. And if you didn't know, the song is about domestic abuse. In the beginning of the song, you can hear the drums are all helter-skelter. They're all over the place. To me, that's creating a sense of no control of a situation. And then as the song progresses, it starts to come together. And at the end, it symbolizes the victim getting out of the situation that they're in. If you watch the video on YouTube, which I highly recommend, it's very simple animation, but it really hits hard. Heed the trigger warnings at the beginning. The video is pretty powerful. And that's music with a purpose. The new album is called A Clock Without a Craftsman. It's a two CD set that's going to be released on August 11th from Massacre Records. Craig Hartley Schumer on vocals, guitar, Trevor Martin, guitar, keyboards, Tyler Novak on bass, and William M. Candelario on drums. For more information, the mystical hot chocolate endeavors.com. And you can like them on Facebook as well. I have been buying my music from the same place since 1984. And that place? Music Outlet in Enfield, Connecticut. It doesn't matter if Gary has a table at the Enfield Flea Market or a shop in the Wolco Mall or a place right next to Stop and Shop or its current location at 151 Hazard Avenue in Enfield, Connecticut. I always seem to find my way home. Since I purchased my first album from Gary, Two Steps from the Move from Hanoi Rocks, the incredible staff at Music Outlet have always been there for me when I needed new music, classic stuff, even posters and accessories. Even though I work for Amazon and get so much music from the record labels and bands to review, I will always find my way back to Music Outlet for that unique album, that special order, or just to rifle through the UCDs, albums, and cassettes. Yes, I said cassettes. Music Outlet can special order anything that exists, and prices are always amazing. You can check them out on Facebook at musicoutlet.ct, email, or or call and see if Gary can find that special something. If you like anything that you've heard on this show, why not order it from a real live record store? Amazing to think that Music Outlet is one of my longest lasting relationships and I want you to experience the same thing. That's Music Outlet, 860-749-2050. Special orders are encouraged. And now we come to another amazing song. The name of the band is Pride of Lions, led by guitarist-vocalist Jim Peterick from Survivor fame and vocalist Toby Hitchcock, who, as usual, they just seem to do everything right. The latest album, Dream Higher, was released on June 16th from Frontiers, and here is the title track. This is Dream Higher. <laughs>
If you have never heard of Broadbrook, Connecticut, don't worry about it too much. Not only is it my hometown, but it's the home of the Broadbrook Opera House. Founded in 1892 and reestablished again in 2018, it's a home for all of your event needs, like weddings and parties and private events. It's a beautiful old building that has a lot of special memories for me, and now is the home for some great live music. The venue has an amazing sound system, perfect performance stage, and great viewing no matter where you are seated. There is plenty of parking, and I will guarantee you this, no matter who you go see there, you will enjoy the experience so much you'll be looking for every and any opportunity to go back. On the web, it's broadbrookoperahouse.com. You can like them on Facebook and check out their ever-growing list of concerts, rock, pop, soul, classic rock, alternative, national acts, and homegrown talent. The Broadbrook Opera House is where you will now call home. For an up-to-date list of all concerts, go to broadbrookoperahouse.com and click Live Shows. And welcome back to the show. My guests in this episode are the two ladies from Bad Animals, The Heart Tribute, vocalist Dina D and guitarist vocalist Gina D. I first met the girls last year prior to their show at the Broadbrook Opera House. We did a great interview, and somehow when I went to look for it, I lost it. Or the cats ate it. Something. Siamese cats are known to eat digital files. You can look it up. But the gals were so kind to jump on the phone with me and chat prior to them hitting the road. Before we hear from Dina and Gina, let's hear the band performing at D-City Live in 2021. They're performing my favorite heart song ever. To me, a song that is the perfect bridge from the 70s heart and what they would become in the mid-1980s. This is How Can I Refuse. <laughs> Now they record 
So, Dina, tell us a little bit of a history of the band. How did this whole thing start? I was approached by this guy who wanted to do a tribute band. Now, this was back in 2000. And I said, a tribute band? I said, what the heck is that? And he said, well, he goes, I think that you could really sing some Ann Wilson. You have very similar voices, and I think it would be a great idea if we can, you know, do a tribute to heart because nobody really does that. And I said to myself, like, who the heck is going to come and see that? To me, it was very foreign that you could be like, quote unquote, cover band and just play one artist's catalog. Like, I thought that was weird. I didn't get the whole tribute thing. And so um, that's really how it started. And, you know, the band was put together piece by piece. And we started rehearsals in 2001. And I believe our first gig was, I want to say, November of 2001 was the very first Bad Animals gig on Long Island, New York. It was quite an experience because it was very intimidating knowing that I had to get up in front of a packed house and sing Ann Wilson. My knees were buckling. (laughs) I will never forget that, but that's how it all started. Bad Animals has seen many different lineups, and uh, now this current one that you saw has been together since 2017, I think. Yeah, I think that's right, yeah. So who else do you have in the band? Because I know you got a couple friends of mine there. Yes, we have uh, John Laspina on drums, um, Chris Perrette on bass, we have Kevin Thomas on keyboards, and the master shredder on guitar, Tom Cavanaugh, Gina and I. Gina D and Dina D. That covers everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and that doesn't get too confusing at all when you're trying to interview, especially over the phone. You know what? It was like a pure accident. And, you know, that because we were rehearsing in the studio that Gina worked in. And um, our guitar, our Nancy at the time said, I'm going to run for some kind of political office. 
And we were like, crap, now we don't have a Nancy. So I said to the owner of the studio, I said, do you know any, you know, female guitar players? And he's like, well, what about Gina? And I was like, oh my God. So that's how it all happened. Both of our last names start with a D. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a stage name. They're real names. Those are real names. <laughs> Gina, what is it about Hearts music you think that's so endearing? I mean, this is music that I don't even want to say how long it's been around, but it's been around for an awful long time and has never seemed to wane as far as people and the popularity. So what do you think it is that makes it so, you know, just nonstop and never going to go anywhere? Right. I mean, it's it's just so well written, especially, you know, 70s when they first started out. Like, their stuff is just so different, I feel like, from a lot of the stuff that was around at the time. And, you know, especially them being female musicians, I think that made it have its own unique personality also so i mean a lot of the stuff especially in the 80s is super catchy so you know that stuff is just like totally fun to dance to and sing along to and yeah and still to this day you hear their stuff all over the place you hear it in the supermarkets and radio in your car and it's just it's timeless for more information on the band you can go to www.badanimalstribute.com they've got dates up and down the east coast throughout the summer including a stop at the broadbrook opera house on august 19th which is a few days before my birthday now let's jump into another great heart song this is classic it's performed by bad animals again from d city live in 2021 this is crazy on you Kids keep on 
Now, Dina, tell us a little bit about your other project, Emerald Rising. This is a band that a lot of fans of a band that I work with, Striper, know of because you got to open up some shows for them in the tri-state area. So tell us a little bit about Emerald Rising. Well, it was born from Bad Animals. That's for sure. It was really uh, Tom Cavanaugh's idea to start an original thing. And he said, I know that, you know, you've been doing Ann Wilson for years. He says, but what about Dina's voice? You know, let's let's do something original. And I was like, oh, well, it was an intimidating question, to be honest, because I was like, how do you launch a new band today? Like, how does that happen? So it was just so daunting. I don't think this is, you know, and he goes, well, don't you want to get like your creativity out? You know, like you should be creating. This is, you know, something he goes, I don't think people have really heard who Dina is. They just always associate you with Ann Wilson. And it's true because anytime I walk into a club, which is pretty rare, or anytime I guest with a band, you know, I'll jump up and sing a song. It's always, always Barracuda. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just kind of become a trademark of mine in my hometown, which is wonderful. I mean, I'm I'm really, it's the highest compliment I could ever get, you know, because Lord knows I put a lot of sweat and tears into this project of Bad Animals, and it's totally made me a a better singer for it, because she's just inhuman. But Emerald Rising was, was born out of that, and pretty soon I just... I caught the bug, you know, Tom kept presenting me with guitar riffs and, and, you know, lyric ideas and melodies and things just started to flow like a faucet. And, you know, pretty soon we were in the recording studio making this record and you hear the product of that. It was a complete labor of love, you know, and I'm just, I'm so proud of it. It was really kind of unique too, because we got to use every song has our influences on it, like ACDC or Rainbow or Deep Purple or, you know, Dio. They're all on there because these are the artists that, you know, inspired me and Tom. And so it shows in the music. You guys do a really unique thing. You don't just show up and say, hey, we're a band. We're a five-piece band. Here we are. This is what you get. You guys also do an acoustic show. And whose idea was that? And how much fun is that to kind of really bring down the music and make it as basic as possible? It's definitely a lot of fun. It's it's very enjoyable to change it up like that and to break into a bunch of acoustic songs. Heart, you know, does that live, so that's why we do it. We, you know, we break it down in the middle of the set. We play a couple songs here and there. And it's just, I would say it was probably a combination of all of our ideas to, to start doing that. Because we also do like a like a straight up acoustic show aside from the seventies and the eighties full band show, so we'll we'll just like come out and do all the hard songs acoustic, you know that way to kind of give you know certain venues like a um, an opportunity so we can play like because sometimes they can't accommodate the full band, so we like to break it down and do an acoustic thing. And that is really cool because living on a lake, I couldn't think of anything better than having an acoustic bad animal show at my lake because we couldn't have a full band here, but we could do an acoustic thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. That's why that was definitely another reason 
why we wanted to start doing that because it definitely opened up more doors to different places that we can play. Dina, where can people find out more about Bad Animals? And it's interesting. I'm texting with Kathy Wagner right now talking about the fact that you guys are going on the road soon. So you guys got some shows coming up, but where can people find out more about Bad Animals and maybe check out some of these shows? Well, certainly you can go to the website. Everything is on there. It's Bad Animals Tribute one word.com and we have our upcoming events listed on our calendar and it's really put together pretty well because it's all organized by dates and you can see what theaters we're playing and there's a ticket link right there so you could just click on it and get to the show now i met you guys when you played the last time in broadbrook at the broadbrook opera house in broadbrook connecticut and you guys are going to be back there on the 19th and i I might have let this slip out a little bit, more out of uh, freakiness of what is going on in my life, but you guys are playing there two days before my 55th birthday, and uh, I can't think of a better place and time and group to be with than you guys as I'm crying and whining about becoming a real old man. (laughs) Yeah, but just think about all the new residential areas you can get into now. (laughs) You know, early bird specials, you got it made. Everybody wants to get to that point. <laughs> yeah, I'm there. And it's it's really funny because my wife makes jokes now still about me. You know, it's like, oh, it's four o'clock. What do you want for dinner? Because I'm an early eater. And I guess I guess that's part of it. But yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to rock on your birthday then. Yeah. It's going to be really awesome. I guess it's, it calls for some cake, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, one of the secrets about bad animals is we're all cake freaks yeah we have addiction we have a really really (laughs) bad addiction and i mean when anytime we go out on the road we are hunting for cakes and cookies (laughs) whatever bakery we can find (laughs) like so much so that tom's secret code name is cookie whore So, yeah, we're we're definitely going to do up some cake for your birthday. Oh, it's yeah. going to be awesome. My many thanks to Dina and Gina for being so talented and so cool. And also a big shout out to Kathy at Panzeiler who keeps this whole thing going. As Dina mentioned, she is in a band with fellow Bad Animals guitarist Tom Cavanaugh, bassist Chris Parrott, and drummer John LaSpina. They opened up for Striper. Now, I do have to mention, too, John is an amazing dude. I've known John for a little bit. He also plays with Rubik's Cube, and I'm sure we're going to have John on the show very soon. Get ready, John. You're going to be on the show very soon. From their amazing debut CD, this is Emerald Rising and Enough.
Over the past few months, I have seen The Unforgettable Fire performing the music of U2, Bad Animals, The Heart Tribute, and Double Vision, The Foreigner Experience. On stage, these bands were amazing, performing some of the greatest songs of all time. Off stage, the members were fantastic. They were friendly, cordial, and really appreciative of everybody's time. Behind the scenes, at least I'm told, that booking these bands and dealing with their agency is not like doing business at all. Diving a bit deeper, I discovered that the entertainment group for these bands and many more is Panzeiler Entertainment. If you are getting out there to experience some live music or looking to book some great artists and deal with a top-notch agency, go to panzeiler.com. There you're going to get information on the artists, also including Beginnings, a celebration of the music of Chicago, 33 and a Third Lives Killer Queen Experience, and so many more. Also for original artists like Rick Emmett, Joel Holkstra, Brandon Gibbs, and Chasm Sultan. Over the next bunch of months, you're going to hear some interviews that I have done with Panzeiler clients, thanks to my great friends at the Robert Copper House. And know that if you're booking a Panzeiler artist, you're going to have first-rate service and support from Kathy and the gang. If you're going to go see one of these artists, you are in for an incredible time of music, memories, and fun. That website, www.panzeiler.com, and that is P-A-N-Z-Y. L-E-R. And it is time right now to talk about Rock Candy Magazine. The latest issue with Metallica on the cover, it's out now. And to be honest, the article inside about the making of Master of Puppets made me go out and buy Masters of Puppets, a CD that I have never listened to from beginning to end. I've seen Metallica twice. I know the songs. I know the, quote, hits. But I never listened to that one from beginning to end. And I really enjoy it. I, I definitely see why it was the monster that it was. I also see that this is where Metallica fans kind of draw the line, that this is where the thrashy part sort of ended. So I'm going to listen to Injustice for All from beginning to end to kind of get a feel and maybe go back and get the first two. But anyway, that's what the magazine did to me. Now, the rest of the magazine, awesome, and features some friends of ours who've been on the show, Kansas, Aldo Nova, LA Guns. And the latest issue is out now. You can get it wherever you buy your magazines and got it right here. Oh, smells amazing. Now, I've been reading this since issue number 22. It had Yes on the cover and Striper inside. And this has become a serious must read for me. Smells awesome, like, you know, big pages, glossy, and a lot of color. Awesome stuff. Now, the album review section made me go out and get the latest album from Winger and the supergroup The Flood, which I didn't know anything about. Love me, my Rock Candy magazine. But as you know, or don't know, Rock Candy isn't just a magazine. It's a CD shop. Remastering and collecting hard-to-find and sometimes forgotten music, like our next artist, 21 Guns. The band featured Scott Gorham on guitar, keyboardist Leif Johansson, and drummer Michael Sturgis, who all met on Phenomena 2, which was an all-star collective that came out in the late 80s. Amazing stuff if you want to listen to it. Leif was from AHA, Scott, of course, from Thin Lizzy, and Michael Sturgis had played with Asia, AHA, Tom Jones, and Steve Winwood, just to name a few. Now, the vocals were handled by Thomas Laverty, and they had a very soft metal kind of sound to them. Very European, very FM-ish. And their debut album, Salute, came out in 1992. It's a real classic. You can get it on rockcandyrecords.com. And for you to maybe motivate you to give it a chance, this is 21 Guns and Marching in Time. Blood. And soon I'll have one less 
Comic book fans are incredibly loyal to their favorite books, their favorite characters, and their local comic book shop. But unlike sticking with a character through thick and thin, if your store isn't giving you the best variety and selection, the best discounts, and an overall welcoming feel, you will go somewhere else. For close to 20 years, I've been getting my comics and related merchandise at Most Excellent Comics and Gaming. Located at 483 Enfield Street in Enfield, Connecticut, Most Excellent is huge. New books, trades, back issues, collectible issues, graded copies, supplies, toys. If gaming's your thing, there's plenty going on. Magic, Pokemon, you name it. If pops are what you like, Most Excellent's got you covered. Great prices, excellent discounts, that is Most Excellent. 
On Facebook, it's Most Excellent Comics and Gaming, and on the World Wide Web, www.mostexcellentgaming.com. And welcome back to the show into the final segment that we like to call The Monarch Minute, brought to you by Monarch Comics, comic books the way they should be, fun. Like that pause? Big news in the comic book world is The Flash, the latest DC movie that's getting more pressed by how it failed to make the money they expected, more so than what a fun movie it is. The Flash has always been one of my top four favorite superheroes for me, and I know you're asking, so I'll tell you. Captain America, Batman, Flash, and Daredevil. With a cool appearance by Michael Keaton as Batman, this movie was exactly what I thought it would be fun. Was it unrealistic? Yes. Was it comic booky? Absolutely was. But that is what a comic book movie should be. I think we've kind of lost our way in wanting realism in our superheroes where that is not the intent and what they're supposed to do. Comic books and movies should be an escape. And when we are seeing reality, we tend to not have the escape that we're looking for. I also know that Ezra Miller is a bit of a psycho and kind of polarizing right now, but he was great as Barry Allen in The Flash. So I do urge everybody, if you're a comic book fan or just like fun movies, check it out. I absolutely loved it. Speaking of The Flash in the comic book world, The Flash just celebrated its 800th issue with a look at the new series beginning in September, as Wonder Woman is doing the same thing. Still reading that issue, she's going to have a new series in September as well, and so is Daredevil and Captain America, and not a moment too soon for those books. Another fun series that has a lot of layers to it is Immortal Sergeant, written by my old dear friend Joe Kelly and artist Ken Nomura, the team that brought us the beautiful and eloquent I Kill Giants. I am such a big fan of Joe's. We haven't spoken in probably close to 10 years, and I reached out just to say hi to tell him how awesome the book was, and I think we were both really enjoying filling in each other on our lives over the past decade and our kids being older, but it really made us feel older, <laughs> so that was kind of the drawback on that one. Hopefully our next conversation isn't going to be 10 years later, and it also isn't going to be about how old we are. Immortal Sergeant is out now, and it is out on Image Comics. Oh, I've got to mention, too, the Marvel's first family, the Fantastic Four, they just celebrated their 700th issue, and it was a really good book. That one has been consistent. Really good stuff there. A lot of amazing things are happening at Monarch Comics and Monarch Books, including Witch Hunter, Evil Monkey Man, and my latest book, Monkey See Sea Monkey. You can find out all the shenanigans at www.monarchcomics.com. Monarch obviously has gone to the monkeys and witches. So for our final song, we're going to be visiting Winger and the last song on their amazing album called Seven. Name that because guess why? Yep, you're right. It's their seventh album. Now, Extreme just released their sixth album called, I'm waiting... I'm waiting. Six with a monkey on the cover, too. Winger's latest is from Frontiers. It's an excellent release that sees the band making music a bit darker, thicker, and richer than their previous releases. If you're an old-school fan looking for songs like Hungry, 17, Miles Away, Heading for a Heartache, you're not going to find those. But what you are going to find is a lot of great music and epics like this one. This is the one that closes out the entire album. It's progressive. It is challenging and really, really, really brings home what a talented band Winger is. This is It All Comes Back Around. Be sure you're looking down As you're flying through the clouds Keep your demons safe and sound Cause it all comes back around Yeah, it all comes back around
Witch hunts aren't about hunting witches. They never were. Anyone who knows me has accepted the fact that comic books are an important part of my life. I've been reading and absorbing the comic book culture since 1974, and I look at the 70s and early 1980s as a great time for comic book fans. Back then, there was so much variety, style, and quality in not only the art and story, but in the overall production. There is one comic company that holds true to those principles, delivering quality comics, books, and trade collections. Monarch Comics has been delivering action, suspense, and humor since 2007. Monarch Comics lineup includes the award-winning and wicked funny saga of Evil Monkey Man and their flagship title, Witch Hunter. This book has received rave reviews from everyone, including Herkus and comic legend Jim Shooter, who said, Monarch Comics won't let you down. Not only does Monarch have comics, but they also have a line of books, Monarch Books. The latest from Monarch Books is Black Sabbath, The Vinyl Testament. You can find everything you need to know by going to www.monarchcomics.com. On Facebook, it's Monarch Comics. Just look for Witch Hunter. Monarch Comics and books are available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and comic book stores worldwide. And that is going to do it for another episode of The Radio Eclectic. I hope that you enjoyed our time together as much as I did, and I really hope that you discovered some great music. Now go out, spread the word that awesome music is alive and well. For my website to find out where all my podcasts are and my monthly album charts, www.originalnatman.weebly.com. My latest book, Black Sabbath, The Vinyl Testament from Monarch Books, is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and so many other booksellers. Signed books can be attained by contacting me at matmancomics at yahoo.com or by visiting my Etsy store, Original Matman. The Radio Eclectic is a presentation of Monarch Media, a subsidiary of Monarch Comics. Monarch can be found at monarchcomics.com and on Facebook, just look for the picture of the smirking witch hunter. Thank you to all who support this show and make it more than just me talking for an hour because nobody wants that. I'm the Matman. Thank you for sharing your time with me and have yourself a good one till we rock again soon. <laughs>